one boom all right ladies and gentlemen today we're going to be uh, discovering some secrets to personal branding and content creation so let's get this episode started here we go shut up and sit down look a business can give you everything you want in life prestige wealth freedom it can also take everything away from you this show is for those who are willing to take that risk these are the real life stories of entrepreneurs but before we start i have one small favor to ask please leave a comment it could be advice critiques tips feedback or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency so thank you and welcome to another episode of business Plus. Right, ladies and gents, today we're igniting the digital sphere with a powerhouse in personal branding and content creation. He's a tech wizard with a background as diverse and as, as it is impressive, from automating processes for the U.S. Army to developing cutting-edge space and geospatial web applications. Hailing from, science, uh, from scenic landscapes of Connecticut, he's a developer, an analyst, and educator all rolled into one. He's transformed the art of building personal brands and crafting authentic content into autopilot phenomenon with real ply get ready to dive deep into the world of web development personal growth and content mastery let's welcome to the show mr timio williams all right timio let's uh welcome to the program let's get this thing started 100 thank you uh, well, thank you for taking time out of your day. Let's get this show on the road. Whoa, knocking my stuff over. First question I always ask is uh, everybody who comes on the show is here to promote something. There's something that you do that you want to get out into the public. So what is that for you? Building a company right now. Uh, we'll apply. I'll talk to you guys about that in a bit. We're going to be live pretty soon. So in time, uh, why don't you guys take, take a look at that? All right, real ply it is. Um, what what is real ply? Let, let me let me ask you first. Like, there, uh, what is it? So we can kind of get into that target audience. What is real ply? Real ply is a software that helps you as a business exec founder create content on LinkedIn. Ooh, okay, creating content on LinkedIn. So um, there's so many people on LinkedIn. Who's your ideal audience? Who's the who's is it like a startup person? Is it like somebody who has a, a couple different companies in? Who's your target audience? We're starting at C level executives uh, that are more on the older side that aren't too technology savvy. Uh, that don't have too much time in the day. C level exec, CMO, CEO of large companies. Okay, CEOs of large companies. And what what is it that makes your software different from, I don't know, let's say uh, some of the new AI softwares? What is it that that separates you from the competition? We're, we're for, other other tools out there are trying to be helpers or guides. So they might they might show you cool influencers that are in your niche. Say, hey, we recommend this for you, uh, or we'll. You know, we, you can use ChatGPT to rewrite some of these posts and it stops right there. Where we're focused on is we want to do it all for you. We, you, you, we will ask you questions. We'll, we'll really take the time to understand you. And from that knowledge and understanding, we will create the content for you. All 100%. And we'll so, plan out months in advance for you. And, and Yes. So does that mean uh, I don't got to hop behind a camera? I don't got to get behind a microphone? Um, what what kind of process are we talking here? What kind of done for you? What can we expect? Absolutely. You still, we're still, we're still going to need to know if, if you're a podcast host, man, like yourself, 
continue to do podcasts and continue to do what you got to do. But for those that are more on the corporate side, that they're focused, the images and text, uh, those are two things LinkedIn hyper focuses on. In the video, not as much as we've seen yet. So if you can give, if you upload selfies, continue to upload selfies, answer the questions that our personalized AI will ask you. And from there, you know, we will create that content for you. We found that a selfie, personal selfie, plus an amazing hook and a, and a content post that does very well on LinkedIn. So yeah. that, yes. We're, we're, we're attracting uh, a certain type of, of clientele, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. And uh, the creative they use to attract that clientele could be a number of different things. And with today's technology, it sounds like you guys are going to make things a lot easier. Tell me a little bit about your your background, your experience. You were with the with the Space Force. Uh, you worked with Raytheon. How has that influenced your approach to using software like this, creating personal brands and content creation? I don't mean to be disrespectful uh, to the Space Force of Raytheon. Uh, I was a good contract to Raytheon. Good companies. It's taught me, uh, I was looking at this question, it taught me what not to do. Because uh, those those companies are the secret. They're very close looped when it comes to collaboration. Um, it's the military as a whole, right? It's not. A, I wouldn't say it's the most expressive place in the world. And so, from leaving those teams, what I've come to realize is you, there's. I need to redo that. I, I've been redoing that for the past. You know, as an engineer too, you you're put in this logical brain. Okay, I got to do this, 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 and there's not as much expression. So for me, what it's taught me is I need to be more authentic, um, more trans, the, the transparency part of things and being honest is good when it comes to feedback with people and your employees and taking that the next level and just being who you are as a person and being yourself. That, that part of things has been what I've been focused on with personal branding. It's a little it, difficult uh, for people who've never gotten behind a microphone, who haven't really taken selfies and, and created content like that to kind of take that spin and, and start to do that sort of stuff. Um, do you ever get pushback from people um, on that space on, you know, like, I'm not good on camera. I don't like the, the way I look when I take a picture or anything like that? Absolutely. Yes, we, we do. We are trying, and the the way we're counteracting that is we're giving people credits. Uh, so we kind of say, hey, you know, just upload a few more selfies of yourself, and we'll give you more credits towards more content uh, down the road. But yes, if without that, people would not feel okay giving selfies. So you like, oh, I look bad and all that. So yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I don't know if I like the smile. Uh, I don't know if I like the way I look or what I was wearing that day. I don't like my background. I mean, there's a, a lot of technical stuff that goes into it. Now you got a background um, in data data analytics and in, in JavaScript and all, a lot of different stuff like that. How has that contributed to what you've created today and what how you're how you're helping um, clients build that personal brand? Yeah, awesome. My story, my friend. You know, I have I'm not. I'm not an engineer. Like I, I, I learned JavaScript during COVID when I was in the military uh, because I was like, I was learning, I was doing Excel and we moved remote and I'm like, how can I automate my thing? I was, I was Googling, how can I use, we went from Google Sheets, from Excel to Google Sheets and it was cool learning a bit about that to automate it. And when I left the military, I, I'm like, yeah, oh, I can get a job with this kind of stuff. I was speaking to my family about that. So I got a job as a coder uh, from that skill set. And then later on, I met Matt. Uh, we've been building companies on equity and yeah, you know, building this reply that's from that skill set, man. From that skill set, it helped me um, in my team 
you know, build this way today. You were in the military and I mean, you always have parents that want the best for you, obviously, but at some point you told them you were going to go venture off and become an entrepreneur yourself. Um, walk me through that process. What was it like telling people that, Hey, I'm going out on my own thing. And is it what you expected after leaving the consistent paycheck of military, for example? Good. Yeah, it was, it was hard. Um, so it's and it's not not even yes it's leaving it's leaving a comfortable salary to go to zero, mm-hmm. and that that's hard. It's even harder when you have a family you know an Asian family that would expect you to be stable. It gets a little bit harder. Uh, I what I'll say one and a half years into this thing, I'm not I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I <laughs> I hard have hard caused my my family and all that, but I don't regret it. I do I do really enjoy being an entrepreneur. And the the power and freedom it does give me, um, but yes, uh, yeah, I do, I do have those tough conversations. I do double guess myself sometimes, but I still don't get that decision. When it comes to creating a personal brand and 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 doing those things, the, the reason why most businesses are doing it at the end of the day is for customer acquisition. It's to generate leads. It's to get their name out there so people understand who they are, what it is that they do, and ultimately do business with them. Um, what has what has your experience been like as a business owner now trying to go out and acquire clients yourself, build a brand for yourself? What has that been like? Yeah. It. For the most part, it's the same formula for most companies. Um, problem, solution, frameworks, and copywriting, that works really well. And for, for anyone, for a personal brand, for a company brand, no, the the trend I've been recommending to folks is have a personal account uh, as a founder for your company. If you can get your employees or team to start creating accounts, that's good as well. And then also have a company account page as well on Instagram, LinkedIn, and any other social platform you want to focus on. Uh, the social, the company account will focus on creating content, um, stories, all that, while the personal account, such as yourself, you want that to be your authentic self. That's hard. That That is hard to do. And it, it, it's hard as a founder to, to just be honest about that journey. And I know you, you talk about lower CAC costs. It's true. I People need to think long term. That, that's the big thing about content. And even for, for people, and the people need to do this, they need to think long-term because it's you building that brand, you are sending to the world what you want in a, in a teammate, what you want in an employee, what you want in your organization, and you are setting that foundation for future growth as well. So yes, it's, it is the lowest CAC. It's a long-term play as well. But yeah, that, one thing I recommend for companies is have a, pers- have a personal account for the founder with an honest, about you, you see this, you know, see Jeff Bezos recently uh, was on, has his own podcast. Bill Gates is has his own podcast. There's a reason why these guys are doing it um, because they realize how important it is to have their thoughts permeate the world. So the world thinks that they're authentic. And then of course the company count as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. The long-term effect uh, is, is really, really important. Uh, I remember early on in my podcasting career, I had a guest come on and, and share with me the f- four phases that, that were impactful. It's like every entrepreneur, when they get started, they're, they're invisible. Nobody knows who they are. They have to build some sort of system to become visible. 
that visibility has to be consistent on a regular basis, bringing value, showing up so people see you so that you become credible. And then once you have that credibility, you build that trust with those clients they are going to come back and buy from you over and over and over again. Uh, and, and I think having those four phases uh, and understanding that it is a long tail play when you're building a brand is important when working with companies like yourself, because it is not always instantaneous. Building a brand is not the same thing as buying ad spend, right? And, and going direct to consumer and trying to sell a product. It's a little bit different, but it has a great effect. And, and now after, you know, I've been doing this podcast now almost six years, um, 1300 episodes, my online branding presence is amazing. When you Google my name, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. But I built that one episode at a time, one guest at a time, one clip at a time. Uh, and I think that's what uh, it, it takes. And, and it's a lot of effort, but you guys are making it easy for clients. What are some of the problems that you see in the marketplace or amongst your clientele that you are addressing in your marketing material to acquire them as customers? Yeah. Full disclosure, we're still building this out. It's still in beta. Uh, but for the customers we're speaking to that are really, it's the ones that the ones that need it the most are the ones that aren't uh, taking the action. Um, examples are industries like the real estate industry, um, the insurance industry. Um, they, 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 they have so much success in doing the old things that they're the ones that need to change or else they'll be, they'll be losing to a competitor that's young spirited and has a young marketing team that behind them to create that content. So yeah, customer pain points are gonna be one the one the customers we work with. They're not working with Gen Z um, entrepreneurs. We're working with uh, old, established, long run businesses that have not seen change in a while time. And they they it's one of the things we have to do is we have to show them how important this is and really show numbers. Convincing them has taken us long. If we, if we were to come before, previously, Matt was working on lead gen. So it's simple to say, hey, I'll run ads for you and you'll get this much outcome. There's there's no questions. But when you start saying, okay, so saying, okay, if I build a brand, how long will it take me for me to see results? And what is it? They're not seeing the long term. So just educating people about, yes, you are building a legacy. You're building something that can last you a long time. That part has been things that we've had to work through and it takes time for us to do that. Yeah, it is not the easiest thing in the world uh, to to build some of these frameworks out. But once you have them built, they're they're amazing tools that you can use over and over again in multiple industries because the frameworks are essentially the fundamentals that that work for multiple industries. I, I'm always right now. I've been reading a lot over and over again. Um, Alex Ramosi's $100 million offer just to structure an offer in a way that that is really successful. And there's a lot of intricate pieces that go into it. But done correctly, it allows you to really have something special that that the um, that your customer base really, really craves and really, really wants. And I feel like when you're building a personal brand, you have to get as meticulous in that as well. Now I'm going to, you know, when, when we create clips from the podcast, they're not always, you know, million dollar, a million dollar, million views on a clip, but it does show up in a consistent way for the people who can, who are, who I'm looking to work with on a regular basis. And I think that's kind of an essential thing to think about when creating content, I could buy ads and point more views at my content if that's what I wanted to do. But on the organic space, it's a little bit different. How do you have that conversation with your clients, the paid versus the organic? 
Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's reminding them of the long-term vision. It's reminding them of the creator economy, how, you know, it was recently, Goldman Sachs said by 2027, the creator economy will triple in size. Um, it's reminding them the, the, the long-term play. That's, that's really what it is. And how, and how other competitors are doing it right now. Recently, Cisco, you may have heard of Cisco recently had a thousand of his employees start posting content on their behalf, incentivizing that behavior. You're seeing this from corporations. So we, we use fear. We use fear to say, hey, if you don't do this now, your competitors will do this and have such a higher ROI that you should start doing this right now. Uh, we talk about the lowest CAC in the long term as well. So fear is probably the biggest thing that we've been using uh, with competitors to say it and then trying to remind them the long term. What do you think is is holding you back or, or holding you up from full launch? I mean, you you mentioned you're in beta, so it's yeah. early on. There's always things that you can perfect. And I'll, I'll give you a, a quick story. I remember one time I was going to do this app for, for real estate, and I had all these ideas that I wanted to do for my app. Uh, and so I'm working with the development team, and they're like, you know, they're trying to tell me to focus in on one thing that I want to get done really well. And I'm like, oh, but we can do this and we can do this. It became this money pit because I never really perfected one thing that was was going to be that golden uh, item that I was going to be really successful in the whole offer thing that I'm, I'm going back to. Right. And so, you know, when, when you, when you have so many things going on, there's always something that you can improve upon before you go to launch. What's holding you guys back from launching? And uh, if, if it's nothing, if it's maybe technical stuff, you know, when, when can we expect to see that? Absolutely. Uh, so we, we spent all of last 2023 uh, building a lead gen tool. Automation on LinkedIn, which we've moved from. I'm thankful we moved from that, and now we've moved into starting 2024. We pivoted as a business to uh, building a personal brand. Um, since the past two months or so, we've been building an MVP. Right now, we are pretty close. So we're we're aiming for a launch date of March 6th. March 6th is the internal launch date for to go to a set of customers we have in mind. Right around March, expect to see something special. Or the end of March. So it's much cool. Uh it's in in the in the point we're focused on right now is machine learning. Uh, we really want to nail down right the the North Star as a company is creating one month's worth of content. Traditionally, copywriting agencies, ghostwriters will do one month at a time. So we said, okay, if we can do one month from AI, well, we've hit the right spot. And then but now internally, okay, can we do more than one month? How can we think about two months, three months? And then we you want the money. You know, it's so easy to fall into it. Are we thinking long term enough when we have to focus? So, yeah, I, I would say last year we made that mistake of trying to hit too many different things with LinkedIn automation. And it was it was not abiding by the terms of services. We made a big mistake trying to focus, hyper focus on that. But I'm, I'm really proud about how we pivoted in 2024 uh, in this new direction. Makes a big difference uh, as an entrepreneur that you take a licking and keep on ticking, essentially, right? Like you, you messed up a little bit when you go into LinkedIn. You, you, you did something you probably weren't supposed to do. Maybe you didn't know you weren't supposed to do whatever it was. Um, but then you kind of pivot and shift and you keep going. I think that's a testament to an entrepreneur is they're always solving problems. They're always making mistakes. We're always falling down, but we always find a way to get back up, right? And, and to keep going. Um, you're in beta right now. You're about to launch here at beginning of March, maybe end of March. Where do you see your company going in the next couple of years? What's, what's the projections? What's your goals? Absolutely. 
we we want to be the full stop house for a creator and a particular creator to completely build their brand. And that, that goes from helping you find your niche, helping you speak about your pain points, um, and help you build out up to one year's worth of content and handle everything. That means newsletters. We'll help you connect to the audience and build your newsletter out. We're going to help you build lead magnets. Every single part of it, we want to be a high-ticket platform for those right people that we can handle everything for you. Absolutely. And, and, and create, we know the North Star is one month worth of content. What if we could do one year's worth of content for you? Mm-hmm. And, and handle that, right? That, that, that truly would help you and save you time and, and, and deliver results. So, yeah. Heck yeah, dude, because at the end of the day, I need my name out there. Right? It's the way I'm going to grow my company, and I don't want to spend a lot of time doing it. We're living in the age of AI. That is going to free up time if it's done correctly, and we need a company that's going to come in, listen to what we're looking for, help us build some of these systems and automations that we can put in place so we don't have to worry about it. We can focus on that other thing that's really dollar productive and let this other thing start building on its own because it is a snowball, right? It's going to start off small, but it's going to grow into a bigger uh, thing as you develop that brand and, and we need a team to help us do that. So uh, let me ask you, um, there's uh, there's a number of different places that we can go to find that stuff out. But if people want to go to work with you directly, um, how can they do that? Where can they go to find out more information about your your project, what you're working on, how to get signed up? We've been pretty closed off as we, we should probably should be. <laughs> we should probably be more open. Follow me or Matt Young um, on LinkedIn uh, as is there. And yeah, I, I'll be sharing. I'm going to be using the tool myself. So you're going to see my brand spike up pretty soon. And then once we've got, I think right around the month, mid-March, my, as my, I'll be releasing updates to, to the world about Realply and how we use Realply to do this. So absolutely. Yeah. Dude, you seem excited about it, man, and and that's that's kind of a cool thing about an entrepreneur. Like, it's I always relate it to like when you're when you're first uh, scratch off, or, or I mean, when you buy a, a lottery ticket and you wait for the numbers to come out. When you first buy that lottery ticket, you got that thought in your mind that's like, uh, you know, all the possibilities. What am I going to buy? Where am I going to live? What am I going to do with my time? And I feel like you have that excitement about what you're doing here with your project. You're about to launch. You just bought your lottery ticket. It's about to take off. Uh, it's exciting stuff as an entrepreneur. Uh, a, a quick question. You're, you're a year and a half in. You have no regrets. How does the people around you feel about where you're at? Yeah. Real about me. Um, I, I, the team, you know, is lead, for me, uh, as, a, as a leader, I have to lead the team. I think the team as a whole, the, and the I spend my time with, I think they're energized. I think as an they're engineers too, so they're happy that they're not, you know, trying to do some weird stuff on LinkedIn and, and break laws. So that they're happy about that. Uh, so they're happy about the pivot. I know we we spent a month, two months trying to figure out how do we do this, and so I'm glad we're not trying to do some Russian hacking. We're we're, do, we're doing this safely. They're happy about that. Overall, the team is energized, man. I think we have had a best month in development. In February, it's not even it's not even the end of February. We had our most productive month as a team. The the way we're moving and shipping features, it's been amazing. Um, I think the the team is good. My fam uh, family friends, they've still got question marks, but you know we're gonna release that and we're gonna we're gonna handle that in time. This is the best parts, man. It's when they have the question marks and then later on they're like, I knew you had it. I knew you could do it. I had your back the whole time. 
But they, they, they're going to say that, right? Eventually, they're going to say that. They're going to look at you and be like, I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. Timio, thank you very much for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, TimioWilliams.com is the website scrolling across the bottom. Uh, you find a little bit more information about who he is, what he's up to. Or you can follow him on, on uh, LinkedIn. Timio Williams is his social Pay attention on LinkedIn. If you're looking to build your brand, he's going to launch his tool here in the next few weeks. So make sure you guys check that out. Timio, thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.